With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to another wonderful episode of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. You know, it's so hard to believe that I've been doing this show for the last 14 years. It has been a complete blessing that you have allowed me to talk to you every single week. And if you don't mind, I kind of would like to continue because with every show I do, well, it reinforces this very important message back to me. So will you do me a favor? Will you tell your friends and families that I would so enjoy it if they would listen to this show as well as Law of Attraction Radio Network and all of our fantastic shows because with each show, they are going to lift their vibration. And this is so important as we all become connected. It's more important today than it was 14 years ago, believe it or not. It's very important that we all tune up vibrationally so that we can create the life that we want to live. And I have a feeling I know what that is. (laughs) You know, we're not alone. And when we start vibrating at a higher level together, well, it means that everyone is thriving to a higher vibrational level. We're able to literally change the planet, truly. And that's a very good thing. And that's why I'm so honored that you are listening to this show and to the network. Oh my goodness. I just firmly believe that together we are changing the world. And if you're paying attention to what's going on in the world right now, well, it kind of needs to be changed, but to a much higher level where there's a lot of light and love and happiness for everyone. That's the place I want to see everybody at. So I want to dive right into the show tonight because we're going to do a little bit of talking about the law of attraction. And then I have got a very, very special person who I will be talking to about the law of attraction. She wanted to have a little coaching session on air. So I thought, wow, this is a great idea. Let's do it. So let's dive in as to why you're not getting what it is that you want. And you've been studying the law of attraction for a long time. But what is it? Well, by now, it should be clear that what keeps you from realizing your 
full potential or your dreams are the strong limiting beliefs that you hold. Furthermore, <laughs> the most critical of all your beliefs will have to do with the limiting beliefs that you and I have about ourselves. No one can ever go beyond the self-image or the self-concept he holds within himself. It's impossible. Beliefs determine your experience. If you can't see yourself doing it or being it, well, you might as well forget it. <laughs> it just won't happen. On the other hand, if you hold on to the dream and clear out all the limiting beliefs that say you can't, well, it's yours. With all the self-help information available today, why isn't everyone happy? And, and why don't people always get what they want? Why are so many people struggling to achieve something only to give up in pure frustration? How many self-help or motivational workshops have you attended only to have the excitement wear off after a short period of time? What do you think is really believed by an individual who affirms 50 times a day or more, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich? Well, you guessed it. He really believes in reality that he is not rich or else he wouldn't be saying it. He is also strengthening the thought form that is already keeping him from being rich. He'll soon see no results for his efforts and he'll just give up in frustration. The limiting beliefs could have to do with money, but most often it has to do with a personal belief, such as the belief that he does not deserve it or a related belief. One of the lessons I had to learn the hard way was when I was beginning to explore my belief systems and experiences because they're determined by the sum total of my beliefs and the point of my mental focus, my attention, not just the experience that I selectively, selectively choose to create. I decided that since I have all of this profound knowledge of how the universe works, <laughs> I would get up every morning and simply create what I want. Well, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And as you might have guessed, I generated a lot of frustration and anger for myself, especially while doing this show. How come it's not working for me? I talk about it with all these experts from all over the world. What's going on? As we have seen, beliefs can be empowering or limiting. Limiting beliefs negate or subtract from empowering beliefs and desires. What do you get when you add two plus two? or two minus two. Well, actually two minus two is zero. This is the part 
that didn't sink in for me. I was still trapped into believing that if I tried hard enough to believe in what I wanted, I didn't have to pay attention to my limitations. I really didn't think that I had many of the limitations, actually. (laughs) I just didn't. It didn't hit me. But there I was using this old belief. If I would just try harder and work harder and work longer, I would succeed. But that wasn't the case because I learned that old beliefs continue to gain strength and become dominating. After I realized what was happening, I refocused my efforts to working on my liabilities, my limiting beliefs. And yes, I did find some, well, actually many. (laughs) After a while, it became a treat to actually find them. And hitting myself up the side of the head saying, wow, oh my goodness. Well, that just made it crystal clear to me. To use another analogy, think of a balance sheet. Here, as in a traditional accounting, like uh, two columns, the assets empowering beliefs, and on the other side, the liabilities, limiting beliefs. So you, ju- you have two columns, and each side is tallied to obtain the total assets on the left and total liabilities on the right. Well, at first glance, we can see that the old limiting beliefs, I never get what I want, is very strong and powerful from years of having energy added to it. It will take forever to add enough I am rich beliefs to the left side of the balance sheet in order to overcome the strong limiting beliefs. First of all, the I am rich in this case is not really a belief. It's only a statement. It's a wish or at best a hope. (laughs) If it were a belief, it wouldn't have to be continually repeated. Does that make sense? Furthermore, every time it is repeated, the real belief, which is I never get what I want, increases in strength to fulfill its original intent to make sure that you don't get what you really want. There are basically two limiting beliefs in action here. One, I never get what I want. And two, (laughs) I'm not rich. For any real improvement in this situation, the belief I never get what I want must be completely eliminated. Well, there are numerous self-development books, tapes, and workshops available, all with good intent and real benefit. In many cases, however, the benefit is temporary, and for a good reason. Many techniques don't address the cause of your experiences. They try to implement new techniques that focus on overpowering or going around the old situation to create a new desired state. Well, this approach requires ongoing diligence and constant effort, which soon becomes very tiresome 
and boring, to tell you the truth. And the student usually gives up in pure frustration. Well, I got to be truthful. That's me. I do. I get bored of it and I just give up. The main reason for limiting success gets back to where we have been discussing the cause, which is limiting beliefs. Old limiting beliefs must be removed. Trying to overpower them is just not the best use of time and energy. What's required for permanent change in your experience is a shift from a focus on trying to overpower old beliefs with new ones to a focus on identifying and simply dissolving the old beliefs that no longer serve you. These limiting beliefs may have been appropriate when you were a child, but they hinder you as an adult. And I'm sure there are many out there who are in total agreement with what I just said. It's like planting a flower garden. If you don't till the soil and pull up all of the weeds before you plant, you end up with a field of weeds that have some flowers in it. An improvement, but not the desired result that you were looking for. Till the soil, remove the weeds, and then plant your seeds. And in no time, you have a marvelous garden of your favorite flowers. And another way to look at the same concept is to imagine trying to hit the bullseye on a target on the other side of a cornfield. The corn stalks, well, the limiting beliefs actually, resist and deflect the path of the arrow. Rather than try to force the arrow through the corn by pulling harder on the string, simply remove the corn stalks between you and the target. Now, with accurate aim and a normal pull, a bullseye is assured. People spend significant effort and money looking for ways to get what they want, like happiness, money, love, jobs, only to give up in pure frustration. The secret is to focus on dissolving the barriers. Those barriers are the limiting beliefs that are generating your life frustrations and fear. Now, as you know, I'm a hypnotherapist for the last uh, 15 years, and I have been helping people to dissolve their limiting beliefs. And if you want to do that, I urge you to contact me, and let's have a session. I'm going to tell you something else. I have not raised my prices for over 15 years. They are still the same. They're not that expensive. But one session with the recording will actually keep you in that framework of reducing your limiting beliefs, if not getting rid of all of them. So if you're having a problem manifesting your dreams, what are you waiting for? Contact me. You can just go to, uh, let's see, I think it's staff at LOARadioNetwork.com 
and put in there that you are interested in hypnosis. And um, let's talk. Let's see what we can do to help you release those limiting beliefs so that you can finally get the life that you have been dreaming of. There's nothing stopping you except for you. And it's really not difficult to move forward. That's where we are right now in life. Together, we have been bombarded with all of this negative vibration coming in from the media, from the elections, from family, from friends. Everybody's nervous. We've been holed up in our homes, staying away from people. But now is the time that we can actually get to the point where we are magnificent creators. We can start now and let the rest of your life just develop naturally and at a faster speed than you can ever imagine. Let's listen to these fast commercial breaks and then we're going to be right back with a gal named Rosie who wants to know how to get her limiting beliefs in check. We'll be right back after these words. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. So with that, I want to introduce a terrific gal named Rosie who really wanted to have a coaching session and I'm so glad that she asked. So let's talk to Rosie about her issues and how to apply the law of attraction to them. Welcome Rosie to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am so grateful that you came on and you are willing to talk with us because in your quest to um, understand better what's going on in your life, you will be helping many, many other people understand what's going on in their life as well. So I really appreciate you taking the time and wanting to come on and chat with me. Great. I'm so happy that I could uh, speak to you. And, you know, it also gives me an opportunity to basically hear myself trying to figure out what's going on. And, and it makes it more clear when I hear myself like, wait a minute, I said that, I said this. And so I'm very <laughs> excited that I'm able to, to hopefully help other people also. Well, great. So let's start off at the beginning and tell me or give us a little bit of background of what's making you feel uncomfortable today and maybe give us some feedback um, as far as your history. Okay, well, I don't know how far back you want me to go, um, but I think it all basically relates to upbringing and and uh, things that we've seen and things that we've learned to modify during the years. Um, I have basically heard of the Law of Attraction recently within, I would say, the last three years or so, and mm -hmm. um, 
I look back at my life and I think, yes, um, the, the law of attraction was working and is working uh, even throughout as, you know, as far as I can remember being a child. So mm-hmm. good. So you know it's real and you know it, it, what you think is what you are putting out to the world and what you are reflecting back to yourself. So you're attracting all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what it is that um, is troubling you that you want to get some clarity around. Um for me now, I've been having uh, problems with relationships. Um, mm. You know, I was married, uh, got divorced, uh, ended up in another relationship, and you know, it was pretty bad. And then another relationship, and I became engaged recently, uh, January of this year, and uh, also recently, I have uh, cut off the engagement. Ah, and how long were you, did you know him before you Um, became engaged? I knew him about a year and a half. Okay. And why do you think that you ended the engagement? Um, I felt like I was giving more of me and giving into too many things and putting myself and my goals on the back burner again. Okay, so tell us uh, in more specific uh, way of how did you think that you were giving yourself away? Could you give us some examples? Um, yes, when it, um, I had met my ex-fiance, uh, I was getting out of a horrible rut financially uh, as far as employment and whatnot, and I started using the law of attraction even then to set my standards up higher, look exactly outside and inward especially as to why am I choosing these things and why am I setting these priorities and what I expect from a man or a partner. Um, And the first and foremost uh, issue that came up was um, as far as my work. This man uh, wanted me to basically give up my career, give up uh, my job aspirations, um, a lot of jealousy, uh, the career field that I wanted to uh, pursue was in uh, insurance, and so that meant giving out my information, my email, my phone, and I was going phone number, and I was going to have to have contact with men and women. And so mm-hmm. that kind of sparked. A little bit in me thinking, "Uh uh-oh, the jealousy. Why do I keep attracting the jealousy? Okay, so he is displaying the jealousy, and he doesn't want you talking to men or women or anybody? Uh, Yes, and that's kind of where it's, uh, that was kind of the first uh, light bulb, I guess, that kind of went off in my head. Just, it, it almost seemed like the friends that I had made after my divorce um, they were out of my life again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not with this, uh, your ex-fiance at all. You ended the relationship, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And when did you end it? Um, officially, I guess, because I kept going back and forth. Um, I would say about a month and a half ago. 
So how are you feeling about the fact that you ended it? Um, I, I'm very conflicted. I, I don't know if I made the right choice or the right decision, um, but I keep telling myself and focusing myself on what I want and what my kids need and want. And how many kids do you I have? I have four children. Okay. And their ages, just to give us a uh, 20-year-old, uh, two 12-year-olds, and a 9-year-old. Okay. So you are a bit conflicted about um, whether you should have ended the relationship or not. So what are the feelings that are coming up? Uh, I'm scared. Uh very anxious um i do have you know my moments that i would call of 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 just sitting there and saying okay i'm gonna do this and this is what i need to get done and now i won't have that disruption anybody stopping me from trying to achieve those goals and so i've i've set out certain uh long-term goals as as well as short-term goals of what i want to accomplish and by when and how i'm going to get there but you know the emotions take over uh as time to time and and so so are you saying you're not missing him you're not lonely you're not you're just fearful of going it alone yes okay so you your your security is based on being with a partner correct okay and so the the fact that you're alone, it doesn't give you strength. It just makes you feel incomplete. Correct. Uh, so what is stopping you f- from going back to him? Um, I've set some personal goals for me. I figured that if, if I go back into this, uh, obviously the way I feel is that I'm attracting all these same characteristics in my ex-fiance, uh, you know, in previous relationships, including back to my ex-husband. And mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm, I'm going in a circle again. And so I'm trying to make myself the priority and keep that in my mind from, from stopping me from going back. I've changed my number. I've done many things to, to avoid the contact and, you know, sometimes I still feel a little fearful, and I think it's more so when I'm alone. When, when alone. my children are not around. Uh, okay. Um, so, what's going right in your life? Uh, I have a good job. Um, I am actually have a job that I enjoy. I, you know, I don't make a whole lot of money at, out of my job, but it it fills up a good portion of who I am. Um, I have a boss that uh, is has a lot of the similar characteristics. Uh, we have the same type of interest, and and so I don't feel like a weirdo sometimes <laughs> when um, you know. Uh, I pick up the Wall Street Journal or pick up a, a magazine and, and and I'm able to have a conversation with another person. And, and that makes me feel good. Um, my job is secure, um, you know, but I'm not hurting for money at all. I'm, I was okay. able to basically cut back on everything I could possibly cut back. And so I didn't have that stress of trying to make more money all the time. 
the only thing that I do wish is that I could be with my children more. But and there you can't be with your children um, when I'm at work. They're on. They're oh. in summer break at the moment, and I just wish that I could take some time off and and spend some time with them. Uh huh. But on the uh, good side there is that your kids are around you. You can see them when you're not at work. Yes. So you have a lot of good things going for you. Would you say that to be true? Yes. But the fear and the anxiousness and the feeling alone, the feeling that you're incomplete, um, that you're not in a, a, a partnership, that is making you feel... Nervous, Nervous. yes. And I think it's more so because of the children. I feel that um, somehow they need that male figure in their life. Where's their father? Um, He works. He's local, but he doesn't visit them as often as um, we would both like. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what is it that you want for your future? I would like, hopefully, to find someone uh, that I can, uh, I guess, be side by side with me. Not necessarily where I feel like um, they're trying to take over my life. I would like that partner, but I look at it and, you know, my younger kids are still got a quite a ways to, to grow. And I feel like if it happens when they're grown, then that's fine. Okay. So you just said a couple of important keywords here. Um, and that may be responsible for your fear. What you are projecting out that you want is that, <laughs> You are doing exactly what you say that you don't want in a mate. You are doing the exact same thing to them. So I want us to look back and tell us what was your fiancé's employment? What was he doing? What was his line of work? Um, Computers. Network programming. Uh Okay, great. Now, what... Was there any part of your life that was perhaps a little bit uh, jealous of the time that he spent away from you or that he was, was there anything that you could detect what you were doing? Um, For me, it became, uh, I became more, I guess, not afraid, but very leery about the fact that he wanted to have... um, access of my email accounts and passwords and all the accounts and everything had to be listed on this sheet so in case okay. he needed access that and I think that's kind of what scared me away okay so what were you demanding of him because you you know that your energy is reflecting out to him so mm-hmm. What was it that you wanted from him? Uh, Family, I guess. Yeah. And you didn't feel, was he, where where were you jealous in the relationship? (sighs) 
Where was I jealous in the relationship? Because you said that he was jealous of your relationship with the work and, and doing everything. So what was it that you had in your relationship with him that you were jealous of? I guess freedom. Because he does travel and does have the liberty to be out. When he would travel, you know, he would go for a couple days or a week or whatnot, and he would be out there mingling with business partners, whatever, and dinners and all that. So you were jealous of his lifestyle? On that particular aspect, I th- uh, yes. Okay. So were you jealous if he was maybe you didn't know if he was flirting with another girl or uh, associates or whatever? Not, Did that ever? Not necessarily flirting, but just the interaction. I, I feel that in my life, I kind of, I crave that energy within any place that I've worked that just the interaction, being able to to have a conversation with someone relating to something that you do or that you like. So were you a little bit nervous of him having conversations with other people and having that kind of relationship that maybe you were craving with other people? Yeah. Okay. So are you seeing the tie-in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. So what else were you, uh, the the things that you didn't like about that relationship and that he was trying to control and get information about your personal stuff, what was it that you were thinking that you wanted from him on a personal, I mean, you wanted the security of knowing that he was always going to be there. Mm-hmm regardless of who you were did you feel comfortable being who you were with him were you yes. uh, all, no. were you were you nervous that he might just be using you were you nervous that he really didn't love you for who you were um i felt comfortable in in so that i felt sometimes a bit too harsh um, too direct, too blunt, I guess, in my words. And, and when I spoke with him, when I mean, I would try to discuss or talk something with him. He took it in as a personal attack, which I was not in trying to do. But it, I guess that's the way I, that I came across. Um, but, you know, at the same factor, I felt like if I let go of who I am, I'm going to lose myself. And I felt that I could not trust that he would be there 100% of anything. And that is exactly how he felt as well, or else he wouldn't have been jealous. Okay. So you see that what you were projecting out to him was exactly what he was projecting out to you. It cannot work any other way. And if you're open enough to see it, you can see that if you wanted the relationship to change, then the only way was for you to change within. Hmm. Wow. Wow. 
So it's the reason why I say that's and this relationship may be finally or completely over, but you will be getting into another relationship. And I'm sure that you will want to pat yourself on the back for the growth that you've had in that you'll be able to understand that there's this energy bubble around you. And this energy bubble, which we call the Taurus, is what is allowing your energy to be embedded into another person that comes into that energy field. It is a a hologram. It is precisely your thoughts that are creating that relationship. That's the only way that relationship can be. If that jealousy that you felt coming from him wasn't an issue within you, it would have never triggered you any kind of emotions about it. It just wouldn't have bothered you. Mm. But it was there and it did trigger some emotions. Therefore, you have the same emotions that he was having. Wow. Wow. Is that making sense? Yes, it is. Hmm. So, now that we know that, and you understand the philosophy and the principles of the law of attraction, what is it that you need to change in yourself to bring about this perfect, wonderful, well-being guy into your life? I need to fix me. It's That's what I need. I need to, to find out who, who exactly am I really. Well, in... And I think you already know, it's just that you need to look at yourself a different way. You're not damaged goods. You're not at all. You're simply getting clarity as to what's going on with you. And that's a good thing. So you could take this prior relationship and use it as a stepping stone to your greatness. Wow. And that's what it is. Yeah, because I I reflected the failure of the relationship as being a failure. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. You you can't do anything wrong, and you can't do. You know, it, it's it's just a part of the learning process, and it, it's just extremely valuable to get that clarity of what you want to change now. So we know that one. You want to feel safe and secure in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's correct. You, we, we know that you want to feel loved and appreciated. So we know that one the things that you don't like is the jealousy or the lack of freedom. So those are the things that you've got to work in on you is how do you... Get and gain that freedom and keep it. Mm -hmm. 
when and and I used to be like this myself whenever I got into relationships the first thing I did was give my power away to the <laughs> other person and it's like whoa wait a minute why did I do that yes. I gave my power away for them to make me happy or to make me miserable why did I do that Talk about an epiphany moment. Yeah. And and when you keep your power, it's like it doesn't matter because the freedom has always been within you. <laughs> wow. It's always been there. You're just now discovering what it is so that you can keep it so when you look in the in in the next instant that you have a relationship or somebody is starting to interest you that's the time that's got to kick in and say wait a minute i just got to make sure that i retain my power or you may give your power away but the faster you can realize wait a minute that's not making me happy i got to come back over here before you get too deep in it in other words you've got your power and um you'll keep it with you longer i always say this that is that that person was never put on this earth to make you happy that sole responsibility to make you happy mm-hmm. is you. No one, no one can make you happy. Because we think that they can and they're supposed to is when we turn around and give our power away to them. Got it. Accountability for self. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's all about staying within your power, recognizing that when you start getting upset and unsure and feeling insecure, that it's triggering something in you that you're projecting out. And again, if it wasn't creating that emotional stress for you, it wouldn't be an issue. You would just, you know, it'd just be non-existent. It wouldn't bother you at all. So there's many people today uh, that will have uh, jealous spouses, right? Mm-hmm. And But yet within that person... It doesn't bother them. It's just like, it's not my, you know, that's your problem. It's not mine. So what that person is saying is, it's okay. Go ahead and get jealous, but I'm not going to because I feel good. (laughs) You know, do what you want. But And that's where you come back to your center. That's where you come back to your power. Because you realize then at that point that you are not taking that power away from someone else to make them miserable. That's their responsibility. You weren't put on this planet to make them happy. You weren't even put on this planet to tolerate them. You were put on this planet just to make yourself happy. The same goes for your kids. The same goes, you know, every child in your family right now has their own destiny. You were not here 
to make them happy. And you know what? They weren't here. They are not here to make you happy. You are both together to teach each other how to love each other, but more importantly, to love yourself. That's the biggest lesson that you can give your child is to love them, but don't give your power to them and let them keep their own power to make their own decisions. That's the toughest thing for a mom, even a dad, to do, to recognize that they've got to learn about their own power. Wow. So is there, what what else would you like to do? Do you want to go back maybe into your history and fi- find out where you picked up some of these issues so that you can finally release them? I don't advocate going back and, and talking about things and getting upset about them again, but I do... Um, like for people to go back and acknowledge it so that they can just finally let it go. Wow. Yes. So tell me about your um, dad when you were growing up. Um, my dad was, or is, I guess he's still alive, um, very abusive. Mm. to my mother and uh, myself, I guess uh, he had this anger towards women because the boys were treated uh, differently. Um, And my father was uh, physically and sexually abusive towards me. Mm. So that could be the reason why freedom is so important to you. Would you say that to be true, or what do you think? Yes, I do, because um, I felt like I escaped that, you know, even as a, gosh, 13, 14-year-old, you know, I did what I had to do to get to the authorities where I ended up in a foster home. So Mm. for me to get away and get that, away from that and 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 free and gain the freedom was the best thing I ever did. Okay, so that's why freedom is so important to you. Now, in your relationship and I think you mentioned this, um your last relationship mm-hmm. and even your marriage were they like or had some things about your father? Yes. Well, and they were similar. They just had a, a couple things. Not, not yeah, not a lot, right? Um, you know, there were a few things that um, did remind me of of just of who my father is and the way that he was in my uh, husband. Um, and then when I started seeing them, certain things in my uh, fiance, it really scared me. Okay. Good. Now, is there a chance that you were simply reliving your past and that your fiancé did not really intend for all of that to to happen? Did I mean, 
was he in fact jealous or was that just your perception of it? Um, that's the way I interpreted based on his actions. Okay, based on his actions. Was he abusive? No. Was he ver- verbally abusive? No. Was he, um, when he became jealous, what did, did he act out like your father? Yes, angry. Angry, okay. Um, so he felt insecure too. Yes. Okay. So And more so, the more that I was working on me. Meaning when I started working out, when I started looking inwardly. I see. Yeah, sometimes that is a big threat to another person. It means that I can't control you with my power <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you know, it is a threat. Oh, no, well, I lost I, my power. <laughs> the way that I kind of came to that was I was doing X, Y, and Z when I met this person. Mm-hmm. And then the relationship came about, and then I stopped doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And and so I thought, okay, if I go back to do the things that I used to do before, why why would it be a problem now? I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. If I go I back to where I was, like basically start back to, you know, back to my working out and, and then doing things. Uh, without him and and that kind of thing, it then it shouldn't be a problem. It wasn't a problem at the beginning of the relationship, so I didn't think it was going to be a problem now. But he did find it he threatening. Wasn't the, he wasn't the center of your attention anymore. Right. And you know, being the center of attention is is. Um, a great feeling. It really <laughs> is. I mean, people do crave that. There's and and you, that's not a, a bad place to be. But when you start getting that um, and pushing it onto another person and demanding that you have to be a center of the tension, that's when the, there's problems. But it's really a great learning opportunity, and I think you found that out that he doesn't have to be the center of your life right and he was just so used to you giving him the power <laughs> that he he it was like a shock to his system <laughs> saying <laughs> like, what are you doing <laughs> yeah i want it back come on i can fully understand that <laughs> i mean realistically rosie how many times have you and i done the same thing we really, we, we um, uh, feel so good, and then somebody steps away, and wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, come back, come back. Right. I liked where I was, and you just <laughs> took it from me. Aren't we funny? But it's, it's true. It's funny now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, we've all done it. And so the place where we want to go is, do we really have to give away that power at the beginning to show someone how how interested we are? Right. Do we ever really need to do that? So you just learned something extremely important. You don't have to do that. 
You don't have to become so immersed with this partner that you lose yourself. You can have the discipline to keep doing exactly what makes you feel good because there's nothing more important than you feeling good to have a good relationship. (laughs) Wow. Wow. But you knew that, didn't you? You knew that. Because you're just really remembering. The answers have yeah. always been within you. That's why when I hear you say, wow, wow, it's simply you are clicking on the memories that already existed in you. <laughs> yeah. Because truly you're a brilliant person and you know all of this. <laughs> You just needed to be reminded. And redirected. (laughs) And redirected. So now that you know this, what is the first thing that you're going to do? Because I know that you're going to find another relationship. And it's right around the corner. So what is it that you're going to do in the next relationship? Wow. Not give any of my power away. Good. And it know that it's okay to be you. Mm-hmm. And know that there's nothing more important than you being happy. That that person can't make you happy. And you're the only person in this world that can make yourself happy. So you're looking at love a different way. It's not that you're going to that person and saying, it's up to you to make me happy or else I'm going to be mad at you. What you're now doing is saying, I'm going to be happy. Regardless of who you are, because it's more important to honor me. That way I can honor us. Can I say amen? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, That's good. Was there anything else that you want to talk about a little bit? Any questions about the future that you may need clarity on? Is there anything else? Well, it kind of, you know, the relationship and then also with me is the, my whole career. I feel like I'm in the... I don't know where I'm at. I just feel like a, a tornado within that because I also, because I guess of the relationship, I, I let go of a lot of uh, network and, and business contacts. Mm-hmm. And and so that one kind of affected the other. And, and so I felt like I'm in a, like the spinning tornado with, with the whole, like I'm, I feel lost. Honestly, I don't know what to do. It's like I see something, and this interests me, and that interests me. But where am I good at? What you know? I still guess trying to figure out what what to do in that aspect. Well, I've always found out. Well, I I didn't always know this, but through the um, the richness of growing older. <laughs> <laughs> I have discovered that when you are not sure, if you just ride that out, 
because something is going to come along that you know is the right direction for you. It's going to hit you right between the eyes and you're going to be so passionate about the direction that you're going that there's nothing that's going to stop you. <laughs> so when you worry about, wait a minute, I, I feel like I haven't got a, a, a set or focus on where I'm supposed to be going with that, that's okay. Because you are at the perfect place at the perfect time. When that thing comes into your life, you will know it. And there's not going to be anything that stops you from achieving it. So take this time and don't worry about it. Just know that it's on its way to you. Okay. Because it is. I mean, you're not always going to be in this situation at your job. You are going to be finding your actual path in it. Whether that you you go into being uh, an insurance broker or you go into working for hospitals or you go into another field altogether, you're going to know. It's not going to be by default. You're going to know it. Okay. Well, you will be able to see it because you have a better understanding of the law of attraction and that if you can just get out of the way, everything will come to you. But when you have your emotions of, ugh, I hate clocking in or ugh, I do that, you're focused in on the wrong way and your eyes aren't open to the opportunities that are flowing to you. So what you need to do is keep your eyes opened to seeing all those great opportunities and they're flowing to you right now. The thing that stops the opportunities from being seen is our own emotions. Oh yes. So if you can just learn to trust that the universe does have your back that everything is going to work out as it always has in the past. Even going to that foster home, everything has worked out mm -hmm. to your advantage. If you really stop and look at the past, you will see that to be true. The universe has your back. Just acknowledge that, trust it, and go forward in that knowledge that your eyes are open and you're willing, able, and ready to see all of these glorious opportunities come to you. Great. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, my dear. I think we're all out of time, but I do want to thank you for coming on. And I think you really have helped so many people today. And for that, you know, my goodness. <laughs> You've been a blessing to thousands of people today, and, and I can't thank you enough. Thank you, and you've been my blessing. I literally feel like a ton of bricks have been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing when we get rid of that stuff ourselves, isn't it? Yes. We just like, yeah. <laughs> You're wonderful. Thank you so much, Rosie. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 